0: at checkout for 10% off
1: your order. That's right, James, go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today.
0: Like many of you, we've battled depression during life's ups and downs.
1: Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow
0: us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music,
1: interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview.
0: Hey everybody. So before we uh, go to the actual interview with with Mark, um, I just want to say that thank y'all for listening to the show. It's been a great very great two years but uh today we have a non musician on the show today, and it's very great an interview. I love talking with mark Pizant and uh I think that y'all will really get a get a get a good uh outcome from this interview uh we are taking anybody uh who wants to talk about music now, so if you want to talk about music or just you know come on and well, yeah. Talk about music. Uh, you can email us at Podcast at gmail dot com and me or Blake Brosley will will uh, get in contact with you. For now, enjoy the interview. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. I'm your host James Cox. I'm your handicapped. Most if you didn't know that, but that's cool because it all doesn't matter right now because we got awesome guests for, for y'all today to listen to. Um, we have Mark Paisant, which has a podcast called Relatively Normal um, that deals with the mental health and the well-being of, its, of him, Mark, Mark Paisant. And he uses each episode to open up about his history of dealing with anxiety, depression, food addiction, low self-esteem, and other issues. Uh, the show will, will include guest appearances from others who, who have dealt with, the, with those mental issues and how they have coped with it. Uh, so how are you doing today, Mark?
2: I am doing great, James. Thanks for, thanks for having me on the show. Love what you're doing. Always love talking about music and how it's affected my life, so I'm just really, really happy to be here.
0: Alright, so question off the bat is, who is your favorite artist right now? Because I know that it may change in like 45 seconds from now. But as of right now, which I I change like daily.
2: Yeah, uh, right now, that's I mean, that's an easy answer for me. It's it's J. Cole. Yes, um, I um I absolutely love. I probably listen to at least uh, half an hour of his music a day, um, regardless if I'm at the gym or. Just hanging around the house or working, I i definitely listen to J. Cole every day. He's ultra talented. I love seeing his progression as a musician, how he's matured. Uh, and that's that's my favorite right now.
0: Okay, so you're gonna have to school me on some J. Cole cups because that's part because I really like the song Cook and Smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a, a, the background of vocals from TLC, which we discovered. <laughs> Like, about last week ago, we had the whole episode on TLC. I love them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, d- d- uh, Crooked Smile. So, I believe that's like a mental health song because we experience, um, we want to be liked by everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess Correct. the purpose of the song is show show your crooked smile to other people so that they know that nothing's wrong with you. But in the inside, everything's wrong, right?
2: You know, it's, a, it's kind of a play that, that uh, line or that type of, of lyrics about the smile and about Crooked Smile, about chipped teeth have, have been used by other rappers in the past. Right, F- Fabulous has used it. Nas has used it. And you know throughout hip-hop, it's always been about appearances. It's always been about who can have the flashiest stuff, who can look the nicest, who can be the peacock of the room, basically. Right. And you've kind of seen the progression where through hip hop, people become more vulnerable and people have said, Hey, this is, this is who I am. This is how I look. And I'm going to, I'm going to display my natural talent, but I'm not going to be inauthentic about it. I'm going to be myself about it. And I think that's what I get from a lot of his lyrics. That's what I get from a lot of his songs. And it's just, it's just real, you know, it's just real. And I, I really, have started to live that type of life where i for the longest time wanted to put out this persona put out this facade that wasn't me right and now in the past couple of years i've i've kind of learned to just to just be you know to just be mark paysant to mm-hmm. just be the guy that everyone likes who i am and if you don't then i can't I can't do anything about that. Like I can't, I, I can't help that. So I've started to really focus more on me versus what other people think of me.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: The, the lyric, I have the lyrics right here and,
0: and uh, the lyric that spoke out to me of that song, um, as mouth is, is um, uh, we ain't picture perfect, but we, we, we're worth the picture still. And that speaks volumes right there, man. I, I, I just can't get enough of that lyric, you know?
2: Yeah, it um, it, and this is that's one of the ones that I mean that's one of the the many lyrics that's that right. that I listen to with with J Cole. But um, it's it's absolutely right. Like, and here's the thing about that is that w- what is picture perfect? Like, what what does that mean? What is that? Is that that's probably different for you, different for me? It's probably different for everything. Is it is so what's socially acceptable? What is society trying to push on us? And once we get to the point where we figure out that, um, that we can be comfortable in our own skin, with our own smiles, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how we were yeah. made, then I think we all benefit more after, yeah. we, after we figure that out.
0: Well, picture perfect, I think, to him, what he's trying to really is like, yes, we're living in the social media. You know, we mm-hmm. see nothing but perfect stuff, perfect houses, perfect people some sometimes you know perfect people i'm putting in the quotations because nobody's perfect you know nobody's perfect and it seems like more people now are putting more fake stuff even though it looks perfect us it might be in the room in the corner they're like hey you know you know they just want likes for from some for some guy knows reason not, I, I i don't i don't know what it is you know
2: I uh, w- with that song and I'm looking at the lyrics, too, because I, yeah. I wanted to, to not mess it up. My right. favorite part of that song is on the second verse when he says uh, to all the women with the flaws. No, it's hard. My darling, you wonder why you're lonely and your man's not calling. You keep calling victim because you're insecure. And when I tell you that you're beautiful, you can't be sure. So I like how he speaks to the insecurities of people. Right. And I like how he, he talks in a way that's like, listen, um, you know, take it from me. You're you're just fine. And doesn't matter if you have someone with you. Doesn't matter if you're single. It just just it, he, it, it's almost like an anthem to having people just to be themselves Um, And you mentioned it earlier about, you know, social media. I mean, if you go on there, everyone has to have the fake nails, the fake eyebrows, the fake everything. And sometimes I just want to see the real you. Right. And let's, let's learn the real you. So, and it's amazing. We get all this from just one song, like just one song. And it just speaks to, speaks to so many people.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Um, For all of my
0: listeners right now, we are interviewing uh, uh, a person who is not a musician. And I know that's very rare right now because our past two hundred shows, we have had nothing but musicians, but I wanted to take time, ta- take the time with Mark to talk about mental health more so now than ever mm-hmm. because this is a positive podcast. And and I and I listened to episode I think one oh nine, no 97. 97, ninety seven, ninety seven. Yours, it, it's it's titled I forgot about me, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's I, I only listened to one of them. But if your other ones are just like this one, oh my God, it's the greatest podcast I've ever made. Uh,
2: man, I, I, one, thank you for listening. One, I, I really appreciate you listening. And you, the one you listened to was probably one of the darkest times of my life in the past okay. year or two. Right. Cause it
0: recorded April 3rd, 2022. So not, yeah, not, not too long ago.
2: Not, yeah. not too long ago. And I was, uh, you know, I was I was in a place where I felt really good about what I was doing in my life. I felt really good about the job that I had. I, I felt that I was doing all the right things, and um, I got burnt out really quickly in the in, in the job I was in. You know, I'm not in that job anymore, and I, I made the decision to leave. And I I totally forgot about putting myself, put, you know, prioritizing my own mental health and physical health for that, for that reason. I mean, I, I, I work out every day. I'm a runner and I wasn't running. I wasn't going to the gym. I was staying up late working and I was snapping at coworkers that didn't deserve me to be snapping at them. Yeah. And finally I got to a point where it was actually my daughter that helped me out, and I love telling this this short story is because we took we took our girls to um, to Disney World, and it was a rainy, dreary day. the The second to last day we were there, my, my youngest daughter Jasmine said, "Daddy, I want ice cream," mm-hmm. and I said, uh, "I said it's like it's like sixty five degrees. It's dreary. It's raining. It's not even warm." Like wh- no, we're <laughs> why? <laughs> and, and, yeah. and she said and she said daddy i don't care what the weather is like i want my ice cream and right then and there kind of snapped for me it was like this child does not care about anything other than you know what makes her she knows what makes her happy and no external source no external anything is going to keep this child from having her from having her ice cream and i was like and i I Of course, I bought her the overpriced ice cream from, <laughs> from Disney World. But then I, I went back to the hotel room and I I jot I journaled that down. I journaled that specific moment down, and I said, "This, I just learned so much from this seven-year-old. I just learned so much from her, and she didn't even know she was teaching her father." And from that moment on, I decided that listen, I I have a job to help me live but I don't live to do my job
0: okay wow yeah
2: and uh so that so I'm glad you got to listen to that one but that was for anybody who goes back and listens to episode 97 that I'll, I'll be honest with you right now that that was that was recorded the night before we went on vacation but and I had tried to record that for about two weeks and I said I work on a vacation and I, I stayed up late and I recorded it at like Almost midnight that night before. So thank thank you for listening. I, I I really appreciate that.
0: Well, I think more than ever you should take time for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and start and, and and I and I do this too. I worry about more people than I worry about myself. Yes. And I believe you are the same type of type of guy with me.
2: <laughs> How long have you known me? Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> I listen to one podcast, I know everything about you right now. No, but uh. You're, um you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, it's funny, because my my wife is the person who has to tell me, listen, you, you can't take care of the entire world. You can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know That's you have why. a big heart. And I know you want to make sure that people are taken care of. But it's, it's impossible to do that. It truly is impossible to do that. But you know, people like you and me who have big hearts. And, you know, we, we always see opportunities to help others out, regardless, I give you the shirt off my back, I'll give you the last dollar in my wallet, I'll do whatever I can. And partially, it's because we're we're, we're really good people. But at the same time, a lot of it is that I I say this all the time, I would, you know, people, I kind of expect the same out of other people. Yeah, and that's, that's 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 not fair. That's right? not fair for me to put that on other people. And um it's just it's something that I have to kind of back away from a little bit.
0: I find it very detrimental to the mind too cuz if you think that other people are like you, it's like you're giving yourself false hope cuz if they I I've I've had many many people who done me wrong, essentially, I don't want to cuss my mm. own I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but yeah, but uh it if you think that people are just like you in the long haul and and, and they don't turn out the way you you expected it it does a lot of mental damage uh. to your to your soul you know
2: oh it, it it's tough and i I tend to see the good in humanity yeah i, mean, I not yep. I don't tend to see it I do see the good I assume people are good people. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, it only allows people to get worse. Mm. So there's so many people who have defense mechanisms that they always go in not trusting. They always go in with this level of apprehension and it can only get better because if it's if they're right, then, oh, I was right the whole time. Right. Me, on the other hand, when I find out somebody is toxic or bad or bad for my mental space, then that affects me negatively, yeah. and it, it it almost it disappoints me, and you know it's it's written on my face when I get disappointed.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, going back to the Disney World in in Florida. Right, you went to the one in Florida, not the one in.
2: I did one, in, the okay. one in Florida. Yes,
0: I heard that one in California is very very small, smaller than the one in. Florida. It is. It is. But, yeah. But uh, so you bought expensive ice cream, <laughs> like like a like awesome daddy's chin but but what are your favorite park what is your favorite park there because it got four we uh, got...
2: you know we um we went to I believe was it was it you Uni- I forgot which one was it the one the one that had star wars I believe that's universal is that universal it might not be i forgot no, which one it was but, one of the parks yeah um and um the I tell you the star the Star Wars rides are amazing. And they're so detailed and huge and like you get out of it. You're like, how do they fit all of this into this <laughs> right. part of the park? It's crazy. And my daughters loved it. My daughters have never seen any of the Star Wars movies. I mean, they hear daddy talk about it, but they got to fly the ship and, and shoot down um, the Imperial uh, starships and, and they, they just they loved it. So that that was definitely our favorite part. Of, of that, they had a lot, and of course, my youngest daughter she loved seeing the princesses, so right. I mean, she, yeah. she she's she's a little princess. <laughs> I
0: mean, come on we, we, we're all excited about the Little Mermaid coming out, right? Because I think that's gonna be a bomb movie. Oh, like, I think I'm, it's gonna be great, yeah, it dude, looks I'm amazing. Gonna, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love, I, well, I did like the cartoon when because, um, well, the cartoon was like in the, in the 80s, right? Or not, or like
2: the 90s, Correct. uh, yeah, 90s, up 80s, I think you're right, yeah. 80s, yeah, yeah. so like it, like it was yeah. older, it was old,
0: yeah, because I tend to forget how old Disney is. You know, I'm like God. I'm I'm, I'm like I, I'm 42. So I'm like, so I'm like ordering right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but um, yeah. So okay, so let's go back to the podcast that I mm-hmm. listened to, number 97. Um.
2: And there's all just to let you know, there's also one in there. I'm talking to a friend about about music, too. It's from the first or second season. So,
0: okay, uh,
2: I might just want to check. I'll I'll give you I'll give you this, though. The production value is not as good. I've gotten better (laughs) over the seat. You know this, like once you do something more and more, the production value goes up. So that's what that's how it's gotten better.
0: Dude, I started out with a little mixer board and iPad. Mm So I mean, and, and I'm sure you you do you experienced the same thing too. We all go, we all got to start off somewhere, right?
2: Yep. So. Yep. I I heard the best advice ever, and it's like your first podcast episode is supposed to be terrible. And all once right. I heard that, I was like,
0: Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> I mean, it's for long while, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. But um, okay. So going back to um, working too much and not enough time for your family. Um. Oh, yeah. So when did you realize? Hey, I need to get my stuff training, uh, focus more time on the family. In other words, like fo- cause I know we, we say we got to focus on stuff, but then again, family doesn't matter. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. This is the most I've talked about that since it happened. Cause I, and I don't know if it's my brain putting it behind me, yeah. but it's actually, this is very therapeutic right now for me talking about it. And, because I, I worked at a startup insurance company, um, I won't name the company. I don't need to do that. No. But, um, and I was brought on to like to be a subject matter expert and help build the organization. And and I and listen, when you ask me to do something, I'm the type of person that's gonna I'm gonna Go put ahead. blood, sweat, and tears in it. Like I'm not gonna half anything. You right. know, I'm not gonna do that. Right. And what turned into you know one day a week working in an extra hour or two turned into two until I figured out that I was working an extra four or five hours every day of the week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically my daughter had soccer practice. So I take her to practice. I'd coach her. I would come right back home and I would start working again, or I would wake up in the morning early to get to the gym or go for a run. And I just go over to the computer and see what was going on and work through my workout. Mm-hmm. And Everyone around me was saying, "Why are you doing this?" You know that, regardless of what you're doing, regardless of the, the the extra work you're putting in, it's not it's not coming back to you. It's not full circle. Like they're not you're a, you're a number. And I know I know some people love their jobs. Like I know some people love their jobs. And but at the end of the day, we're all expendable. We all are. It's it's unless we own the company, like we're all expendable. And that's not it's not a negative thing to no, say. It's, no. just, it's just the truth. It's no. just the truth. But in my head, I'm like, listen, they hired me to do this job. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I'm giving them everything. It's a startup. Like it's all going to be paid back to me until I got to a point where I was literally stepped on, chewed up, spit out. Like they didn't, the people who, who were in charge didn't care what I was doing. And they didn't care that I brought stuff to their attention that was affecting me mentally. I, I had a I had a conversation with a direct boss where I I said, "Hey, I'm I'm burnt out. Like I am burnt out. Like I I really I, I want you to know, like I'm going to take a break, but I'm burnt out." And the the response wasn't, "Hey, you know, I I understand. Let's talk about it. Let me. I, I really want to understand what's going on so I can help." The responses were like, "Hey, uh, take a couple hours and then uh, and then come back." And it's like,
0: uh, um, huh. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Well, the work's still going to be like the work, whether I do the work now or in like a couple hours, like it's still going to be there. Like it's not going to help. And so I basically did a full 180 where I was like, they have me from this time to this time. And then, you know, my family time starts after that. Like I have, I have not prioritize my little girl like i want like i they're only going to be this age once yes and and when you blink they're going to be teenagers you blink again they're going to be adults and it's like and i was wasting my time working i had one daughter who came into my office one day at 5 30 i was supposed to be off she says daddy can we go outside and shoot baskets and this is the one that loves sports yeah and I'll never forget that day. I was like, I, I apologize. Daddy has to work. Cause I can I can't go back to that. I can't get that time back. No. Right. And right. so if anybody's listening to this and they're like, oh, you know, we want to hear about music and I, but listen, I, I will, we'll talk about music. We will, I oh, promise. Yeah. But yeah. I'm telling you right now, like cherish the moments you have with the little ones, cherish the moments you have with your kids because you can't go back in time. Right. And, and I, I still think about that day vividly, where my daughter just wanted to play basketball with her dad, and I told her no because of work. So, and I told myself that's never going to happen again. That's right. absolutely never going to happen again.
0: Right yeah, because the uh, people that you love and and uh, and admire always have to come first. I don't care who it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Mine's my parents and yep. my sister, the people who love me, and I love them back, you know. And, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah. But the thing about was was like. Businesses like you just came from, and because and, and, and I work at IBAC, I know, 100%, if I choose to leave for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they're not going to care. You know, somebody's nope. always going to come in and fill in my position because I'm a host. Anybody can do that, really. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, because big corporations now, I don't think are, I think they're aware of mental health, but they don't care about not. You know, they don't care. You know, that's, it's, it's that's tough. pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's tough. I like to, uh, the, the two, the last two places I've worked, um, before the current job I have now, I, the one of them, I actually started a, the mental health and awareness, um, employee, employee resource group. And it was actually very successful. We had talks, we had different, we had check-ins where basically it's like, Hey, here's a, t- here, here's a zoom link, uh, from 9am to 11am and then three to five jump in. If you want, let's just, you know, if people need to talk, you know, so right. I, I was doing my part, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's still, it's still a subject that it's tough for people to, to just get into the space and it doesn't take much. It really does da- people overthink it and it doesn't take much. And, and together, you know, all we have to do is just start the conversation. That's pretty much it.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. Are you on TikTok yet? I I I
2: am I am on TikTok. I have um, I use it more for mind numbing um, (laughs) videos. (laughs) I have Mm -hmm. a few things posted, but my my plan is to use it a little bit more um, just to kind of get more in that mental and physical health space um, Um, because I I want to. I think I want to do that now.
0: Okay. The reason why I brought that up because because you'll hear you'll see. Okay. So I had to unfollow. My, one of my followers because he did not understand what mental health really does to a person inside. Mm-hmm. He says, I don't care if you have mental I mean, health. He just wasn't a good dude, you know. Right. And I'm sure he's and like it- one of my... But, but I'm like, people need to need to understand that mental health is a thing. With PTSD, coming back war, or just, you know, having a... I mean, because mine, mine is very different from yours probably. And yours mm-hmm. is... Because my dad has some, my dad's a, a retired, retired colonel in the Air Force. And I know oh, okay. that he had, because he, he fought in Vietnam. And I'm sure he came back with some, with some PTSD. You know, he never mm. talks about it, which I understand. I don't want to know, you know. I mean, I care about it. I care about yes. it. But I was like, he don't want to talk about, you know. I'm sure he had friends that, you know, that, that got killed in the war. And, the, and I don't want to bring that up. So I just had to get rid of my, you'll find TikTokers to be funny. Kind encourages, but sometimes every once in a while, it's like, you're toxic, you know? Toxic yeah, you to, yeah, you have to,
2: yeah, definitely have to be careful and take everything you see with a grain of salt because, and you can get some bad information too, but to the person who, that you kind of mentioned and others that are like that, that don't, either don't believe it or don't see the significance to talking about it, there's, there's kind of two parts to it. One is, you know, you have a person that just lacks empathy. Right. and empathy is not something that everyone is born with empathy is something that a lot of people have to learn and empathy is usually learned through other people being empathetic towards you or you at least seeing it and then the you know the other side of it is people not realizing that everyone deals with something like it's i'm not here to tell you that There's only a select few that because how their brain is wired that I'm more prone to, you know, of course, people are more prone to alcohol addiction, people are more prone to depression, like I understand that, but everyone gets nervous at some point in their life, everyone gets anxious at some point in their life, everyone doesn't get enough sleep, so they wake up, like, everyone deals with something mentally, just like you know, we'll all have to deal with the sprained ankle. or have to deal with a sore back. We'll have to deal with a headache. Like these are, you know, these are things that everyone deals with at a certain point. And it's all about helping people learn ways to cope with it. That's and that's that's why I do I do my show to end the stigma and just let people know that you're not alone. Like wow. this whole you are not alone, and there's people here that want to help you.
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, I got two more things to um to talk about with uh, on that podcast that I have heard, and then we could talk about about. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, open book
2: i'm yeah. an open book
0: i do not like talking on the phone and that's kind of a hindrance to me because i'm hoping to turn it into a, into a business and I, need, and I need to talk to you know people on the phone but i am a lifelonger of text messages mm-hmm. sometimes though i don't really respond to them right away really. and i know you do this thing too because and that podcast episode, hey, we don't respond to it like, and it's not that and and the people who text me, I love to death, but it's like, do I really want to do this right now? You know, I mean, I mean, I got stuff in my head going on, mile a minute, and I'm like, you can wait for a minute, <laughs> you know. Uh,
2: again, it wow, that <laughs> you're absolutely. I I probably have a bunch of text messages I have to respond to right now, yeah, but, yeah. and. In my brain, that text comes in and I because it's a text message, you think it has to be answered to me like it. Your phone is right there. You're right. on it all day. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you do this for me? Have you seen blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, I got to respond to this immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I want to make sure I give them the right answer. I'm just not going to do it right now. <laughs> right, and uh, there's so like from one text message, like a thousand thoughts go into my head, and yeah. I, I, all my friends know, like, and I you, I, I use Slack for work for a while. I t- I tell people like I'm I apologize, like if you have to re Slack me or re text me, like it's not a bad thing, like it's nothing against you, and you're not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, just do it, and but I'll also pick up the phone. Um, if someone calls me, I'll pick up the phone or if I have to call them, but you're absolutely right. It just, once that text hits my phone, I think, you know, Oh my God, I have to, I have to do so much stuff right now. To. And in my brain, I'm like, okay, well, if I just close the phone yeah. and put it to the side, you know, and then the end of my day comes and I have 12 you know, <laughs> non- <laughs> non-responded to text messages.
0: Yeah. yeah Cause uh, I mean, it can be something that's like, uh, weird as like what's your favorite color i'm like shit red yeah. is a color mm-hmm. orange who i do it like green i don't know what you know it's like you know because but but you're right you, you in our mind yours mind we have to think we have to respond right away or else they're gonna you know be, be mad at us and not you know not it's all weird like you know so
2: right it just it it I have and there's in in some I got I got thrown on a, a, a text messaging group. Oh and I hate those. I hate
0: those. And I
2: mute I muted it because <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> right. I I was like I was like if I maybe if I don't see it or hear it, I it won't bother me, but I just looked at my phone, I have like over twenty messages. Yeah, like, I get, I, yeah. and and
0: and for me it's like you, you probably don't want to scroll up and oh
2: now that's nope.
0: Yeah, because if you're sleeping here, there's just 20 chunks going on, ding, 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 and I'm like, I don't, yep. don't Like So, uh, so you have headaches too, and I want to know how you get rid of yours, because I'm always looking for brand new ways. I get rid of mine through coffee and showers. What's your um, guide to uh, getting rid of headaches for you?
2: Getting rid of headaches? Yes. For me, yes. Um, drinking water. Okay. Drinking water. And, um, and if it's, I'm kind of with you that if, if it's a headache that I think needs to go over really quickly, caffeine, like yeah. I don't drink sodas, but I will go grab a iced coffee real quick and espresso and just, you know, it, it the, 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 headache might go away, but that blood pressure goes up and I get really <laughs> jittery, yeah. but that's, that's the way I get rid of mine. Um, but most of my headaches, if I get them, it's usually cause I haven't, I, I'm not hydrated. I haven't stayed hydrated. Nice.
0: So, you like coffee too right am I correct on that
2: love, love coffee okay yes, so love the, coffee
0: Here's a shameless plug you know because I partnered with um with a with a company called bones bones coffee Company. Mm-hmm. so it and if, if you could order like like they have over like 30 different flavors I ordered mm-hmm. French toast and I ordered um, mint invaders Ooh. which is like a chocolate minty flavor nice so if you go to the store and order anything you want to and check out type, type in music speaks. All one word, ten percent off.
2: I will, I will definitely take you up on that. I will That's definitely it. take you up because me and my wife love coffee, yeah. love, love, love coffee. Yeah.
0: But in the meantime, I I went to Walmart today and I bought me the coffee and it's uh, Twix and Snickers flavored, so I can't wait to try it out. Oh my god, Twix! Okay,
2: you have to email me or text me and let me know how, how those. Oh yeah, are. That, yeah. Uh, the yeah. Twix, the Twix actually sounds really good. The
0: Twix, man, I've been I've been a big fan of Twix some recently because I work at Outback. You know, mm. you know we have downtimes, and uh, my co co host always gets us like you know big bad big bad candy, mm-hmm. and Twix is all me. And, you know, that's I,
2: all, <laughs> I don't blame you. I love them. I love Snickers them.
0: Stickers is my number one favorite candy right. bar ever, but it's like Twix is creeping up there. You know, so fast. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: It's really uh, good. It's really good. I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you.
0: So going back to my first question: Is J. Cole your favorite still your favorite artist right now?
2: He is right now. Um, now, if you were to ask me who's my favorite artist of all time, there'd be a, a different answer to that question. But right now, it is J. Cole.
0: And that was that was in the beginning of, the, of it, it and, and that's still true after that the first. That is that's
2: still okay. That's still true. Yeah.
0: Because so, okay, so because um, yeah, okay, so here's a question for you: If because my co-host um he asked this um to another guest that we had on, if you were in a coma, God forbid. You know, hope, hopefully the guy that never happens to you or anybody that you know. If you're in a coma, what is what artist, one song, or one full album length that somebody can play for you while you're in a coma can snap you right out? Boom. Because mine changed.
2: Yours changed? Okay. My, um, first,
0: my first answer was Misfits. I love the Misfits. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they're a punk band. And then my second my second artist was Tool. I love okay. Tool also. Okay. So it changes constantly. <laughs> so,
2: so mine would be, and my whole family knows this. If you played Michael Jackson's thriller album. Really? Th- yes. I huge Michael Jack I grew up listening yeah. to him and the Jackson Five and the Jacksons and I can listen to, and it would probably switch between, you know, uh, Thriller, Off the Wall, Bad, and Dangerous. Like those four albums. Okay. D- it depends what day uh, I'm in the coma that you would play it, I guess. So, yeah.
0: If we could please talk about the, the album Dangerous for a minute, because if you see, I have a whole plethora of, of uh, mm-hmm. vinyl back there. Dangerous is the most underrated Oh, album tell me about ever, it. Ever and How, I don't
2: I, have we ever met before? Have you and I ever met before? I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> I could come over to your house right now, buddy. <laughs> no. No, but 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 Michael Jackson is,
0: is one of those artists that you'll I mean we can't ever duplicate again. You know?
2: Nope. And but I, they've they tried. They've tried. Yeah, but it, oh my it god, can't be done.
0: Yeah. I think Prince Prince has a strong second. Oh my god, I love Prince. All right.
2: I'm with you. I'm but, with uh, you there. Um, and his, his, like the, the catalogs between those two men are just unbelievable. Re- yeah. unbe- unbelievable. Yeah. And I know you can throw people will throw Elvis in there and Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey and all this stuff. But Elvis I just think it's
0: is great. I, too.
2: I just think that the, like, cause, cause you're talking about two guys that did rock and roll. They did R and B they did pop. They did soul. Like you can almost hit every genre of music with these two people. And it's, it's crazy.
0: Everything, yeah, but uh, but they, I mean, I over i I, I, I was overjoyed when I bought that, that dangerous album. i because like, I remember the day that my mom brought, brought, brought home the, the dangerous cassette. I, you know, you're, mm. you're, you're my age, so yeah. I know you know what cassettes are, <laughs> yes, yeah, as opposed to many people now, but uh, yeah, that was my favorite album that I jammed for over years, you know. And I and once I lost that tape, I'm like, I gotta get this on <sighs> vinyl record. I like, um I, I, there. I so
2: if anybody, if anybody hasn't listened to Dangerous album, like the song, Keep the Faith, which yeah. is the 12th, 12th track. I, so when that, I have a playlist, I have a mental health playlist just called Me, where I just put it on and it's just to kind of get me back into a good mood or trying to, or just let me live in the space I'm in. Keep the Faith is just almost six minutes of just michael jackson speaking directly to me mm. and the bridge at the very probably the 3 30 or four minute mark i'm gonna listen to it after i, <laughs> I get off here it's just <laughs> right. is oh man it just like i'm thinking about it right now and i have like goosebumps because it just speaks to me it really does
0: yeah music is a wonderful tool and now that we are talking about music i i can I'm, i guarantee you that music Helps you mentally, you know.
2: It does, Cause it, and
0: because uh, they can bring you, because they can motivate you in ways that, like, not if I say, you know, Mark, you're you're uh, uh, like, if I needed to do something with, and, and and you need motivation, mm-hmm. the, the words I give you probably won't do nothing. If you listen to, you know, Michael Jackson or Prince, and you're like, oh my god, I got it, you know, yes, let's do it, you know. I mean, it's so good yes. for the soul too.
2: It's, it's, it's an amazing, if you, if you think about it on a really simple level, like a really basic level, you have, of course, a melody, you have a beat, and you have a rhythm, and you have word, usually words that are spoken, either sung over it or spoken over it. So at a very simple level, it's not that complex. Of course, I mean, I'm, I'm not going into like, how art how beats are made and things like that. But I'm just saying mm. at a molecular level, we're talking about just beats, rhythms, and and words. But then the way they're put together mm. and how it hits our ear and then goes into our soul, it like we think the person is speaking directly to us. Yes. Um, even though I don't really <laughs> mess with him a lot like if you talk if you talk to a person let's talk about a person like Kanye West for example um a brilliant a brilliant mind we can we can talk about the other stuff later I'm not even worried about him but but that 808 album it when I listen to it listen to certain songs it, it literally puts me in a headspace that I feel better about myself I feel better about the people around me. I, it's almost like I'm in the studio and I'm watching him work, and that's amazing. When you think that music does that for us, it's just amazing when you think about that.
0: Right. What would be your? What would you consider the, the best um, Kanye album of all time?
2: Ooh.
0: You want to hear my? Uh, or... I,
2: I, go ahead. What's 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 yours? Because what, we, we might have the same one
0: yes since we know each other so well right now uh life of pablo
2: life of pablo is probably it's that's, not my favorite that's a
0: banger though that's a real b- it, it, <laughs> is, it is really good yeah, uh yeah.
2: beautiful dark beautiful dark twisted is mine Ooh, like i yeah. can listen to that over and over again and just to hear about how he how he mixed it how he put it together he flew He he made the whole album in a in hawaii where he flew out everybody that that was featured on the album and they he he made a it's a storybook basically where he made the whole album so um i know that people a lot of people don't understand him but i don't don't think i don't think that's the point of us like we're not supposed to understand these artists but just enjoy the product that they put out
0: i'm so happy you you brought up kanye because uh kanye is like one of those um, generational geniuses now. Mm-hmm, that correct hasn't been here in I don't know how long. I had a conversation with um Jerome Etheridge. He's a he he he's a rapper a, exploring new opportunities to make more new music. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this album, and I'm sure you know what this one, one is. It's Donda.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if 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 you buy this album, it's nothing but black. I mean, but, yeah. inside outside, even the records, nothing but black, you know, and and we think we thought we we were saying like like nobody else can get away with that, you know. I to this day I don't know if this, if this is the most lazy packaging ever, or the most brilliant packaging ever, you know.
2: Well that's the second time he did something like that cuz on Jesus okay. he didn't he didn't even have he didn't even have an album cover it was a oh, clear CD label Okay uh, yeah it was and that's name someone else that can do that even if like like i know who are the highest like people who sold a lot like Taylor Swift has sold a lot of records Miley Cyrus sold a lot of records like did. you know all all, all Jonas Brothers yeah. like they would never even like their record labels wouldn't let them do something like that No never yeah. yeah, and so to think someone who has the auda—and I'm using audacity in a positive way—oh yeah, like the yeah. audacity to do something like that. You, I mean, I'm—I—I'm I, I, I'm not mad at him. I'm no. not mad at him all for doing that. He's pushing the envelope, and that's right. what—that's what generational artists do.
0: Yeah. I think that that uh, somebody like Jay Z can get away with it too, because he's, he's, he he's, hes one of them big a big, big time. I don't think Beyonce's fans would accept that, you know, just like well, uh, you no, because. The beehive is like so vast and
2: very, very. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense for one of them to do that because at the same time that, yes, they're generational and yes, they they're very inspirational and motivational. People look up to them like they really want their music to stand by itself. Like Jay Z doesn't want you to talk about the album cover. He doesn't want you to talk about anything but the music.
0: (laughs) Uh, then I guess no. we should have been <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? like Beyonce yeah.
2: doesn't want you doesn't want to put out an album cover that is anything but add does it, it it's not something additional to the album it just adds to it she wants right. to focus on them you, it, it'd be really it'd be weird it wouldn't feel right if one of them did it but it feels right when Kanye does it like yeah. it feels exactly right when Kanye does it
0: right I feel like I, I feel like on the hood, I don't think that of wants us to talk about it he just wants us to hear the music and that's what the matters the matter right. most of but you.
2: but that's a little tongue-in-cheek though because at the end of the day we're still going to talk about that album cover that's blank or the album cover that's you know that's that's not there i mean we talk about some of the most iconic album covers in in hip-hop you look at you know, album covers like, you know, Tribe Called Quest or Outcast or things like that. Like we talk about the album cover, but it doesn't take away from the conversation of the music right. itself. It kind of goes along with the music. And that's where that's, that's Kanye. It's like, yeah, there's the music and it's it's great. But there is. Why do you do the album cover? That's <laughs> that's weird. So it's it's almost like an additional conversation.
0: It's almost like he's a he's a parent and we're the children because yeah,
2: like, no, <laughs> no, no, he thinks he's no, the parent.
0: No, like, like I'll, I'll give you the perfect example. Okay, Mark, the the stove is hot. Don't touch the stove.
2: I'm gonna touch the stove.
0: <laughs> Don't talk about the album cover. What are we doing? I'm,
2: I'm gonna talk about the album cover. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He
0: is our parent, and we're like, I want to talk about his album cover right now, and mm. that's what we're doing. You know. So that is very the guy wow, that's
2: a good catch that is a great catch on your part the guy is I, absolute, I, yeah
0: that's yeah, good the guy, yeah the guy's an like absolute genius yeah so oh mm-hmm. uh, uh, okay so um did music find you and uh, like a like okay so so i know that music does everything for the soul and i know you grew up with music in your house mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm assuming uh, yes safely. i did
2: um um and for the longest time i want i wanted to be a musician i was in you know the chorus as a kid my brother was in the orchestra and i always saw like as a kid my the thing i wanted to be i wanted to be i wanted to produce music i wanted yeah. to make beats and i wanted to do that and i've made i've dabbled in some stuff and if you if you search hard enough for my name in soundcloud you'll find some stuff that i've made um don't judge me i'm, I'm again don't judge me at all but um so 80s baby, 90s baby, black suburban household. So a lot of Anita Baker, a lot of jazz, um, a lot of R and B, and of course me and my brother rebelled and listened to a bunch of rap music. And but we still listen to my I, we. I, I love the music I grew up with, but and that's where kind of Michael Jackson um found me in that 25th anniversary motown special where he did the iconic moonwalk with the sparkly socks and the penny loafers (laughs) and i was watching as a child and i'm like who is this person that can move like that and sing like that and do that stuff and i was immediately hooked but my dad play jazz all the time, um, waking up in the morning to do Saturday morning chores, like, um, WCLK radio in Atlanta, Georgia and Youngblood was the host of the, was the MC and he was the host of the show and he would blast this soulful jazz music. Mm. And what happened is I started to hear these jazz samples on some of these hip hop records. And I was like, what like wait, wait a minute that guru has a whole album where he just uses jazz and and he uses just jazz samples and that piqued my interest. And then I'm like, well, how did that you start in as a kid, you're like, well, how did they let them use that? You, I knew nothing about sampling at the time or nothing about getting samples cleared. I'm like, right. oh man, this yeah. guy has to pay so much money. And right yeah. when you go into industry, like you really don't have to pay that much money for sampling unless you are the Fuji's and decide not to get it cleared and have to pay yeah. three million dollars <laughs> for ready or not. But they got, but, the, uh, they, they,
0: they got the money in <laughs> back there, so
2: it doesn't matter. Yeah. So but You know, I as a kid, I could not do and I'm kind of like this now, I could not do anything without music. Like I couldn't clean my room, I couldn't do my homework, I couldn't do the dishes, I couldn't wake up in the morning. My bro, the best present I ever got was a boom box. Um, the first CDs I bought when I got my boom box was uh arrested development. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. great group mr wendell oh my god my my sister loved
0: that band Uh, oh my god
2: oh and so and then i started you know as i grew older um and i went to college i started to get introduced to a little more rock a little more folk i went to school in the south and it's like and you start to open up and you're like oh i've never i've never listened to that and you're like wait who is this? Ben Folds five. Like who, who what? is, what, what is that? What is like third eye blind? Like I've never like, why do I, why do I like this melody? And it's like, you know, Weezer, like Dave, I'm never listening to Dave Matthews bands. Like, Oh, that's, that's kind of catchy. And you start to, and I think that's just the mature the maturity coming out. Like, it's like, I don't have to just fit a stereotype where all I listen to is hip hop and, and, and rap and R and B. Like I, i'm not gonna lie some some days i have a mix on my spotify just called feeling weird where i think i have some dave Matthews stuff i think i have ben folds five i think i have third eye blind um brand, uh who else is in there brand new uh what are they called? New- forgot uh yeah i forgot what they're called but i just um uh, actually i'm looking at it right now who do, who do i have in here i have uh, new, the new radicals, uh, you know, it's, it's, oh,
0: it's old it's, school,
2: it's, it's old, it's old school stuff, but it's stuff that some of my teammates and roommates in college listen to. Yeah. And you either have a choice that you can open yourself up to listening to new things, or you can leave the room and I'm not going to leave the room. Like I'm going to, I'm going to give you a chance. And, and if I like it, I'm going to tell you. So that's, that's kind of how I matured into music.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, Cause back in high school, I used to grow up on Metallica. Nothing but Metallica. My mom got so angry because all I did, Metallica, Metallica, you know. And then in my college years, uh, I started outgrowing Metallica, and I began like opening up everything. Mm-hmm. So, I I I I remember seeing um Rick Ross, um he's one mm-hmm. of my favorite artists right now, but I have never seen a guy come out. On stage, wearing a chinchilla overcoat, I was like, yes. "What? What is this man doing here?"
2: Uh, and then that, that, and, thats the peacocking I was talking to you about. That's the peacocking. Yes. Now, we gotta—we gotta be the loudest guy in the room,
0: right? And then, and then he played Aston Martin music, and I just, mm-hmm. oh my god, yes! So I got every hour wound up on my phone. I should, you know, click these vinyl records, but I can't find them. From, yeah, yeah, but it's weird how your mind uh, goes a million miles this way, mm-hmm. but. If you turn the one eighty, it's like there's a whole new world with with rap, rock, hip hop, mm-hmm. um, jazz, and i didn't listening to jazz, rock, uh, uh, jazz, rap, um, and there's some 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 many things I I didn't listen to, but now, you know, you can't you can't not give me the not right. listen to it. You know, I mean, that's such you good left.
2: It um, you know, my my dad played an album once. uh um, uh, kind of blue, and uh, mm. Miles Davis. Kind, I think yes, Miles Davis. Kind of blue, mm. and um, and if anybody, I, I'm sure most people know who Miles Davis is. Uh, probably yeah, most <laughs> people's greatest jazz musician of all time. The new millennial uh,
0: doesn't know it, but that but yeah. That's fine. They, 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 <laughs> yeah they,
2: but if and I tell you right now, between Miles Davis and John Coltrane, that's you know i perfect it's it's like you can't go wrong with them and if anybody listening to this like you get into a spot where you just want you know it's a friday night you're not doing anything you're by yourself or you're with some friends and you you might just be having a few drinks and have have a chill evening you know just put on kind of blue and just have a listening session you might have never listened to jazz in your life and something on that album is going to speak to you. Like something is going to speak to you. And I'm not saying to get any, you know, medicinal help. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. Um, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, I personally do not partake in that, but I know people who do, but, um, j- jazz has a way of touching the soul the the new age stuff is kind of different because it has, it has a hip hop influence to it. Like literally that the genres are combining, yeah. but the old jazz Coltrane, Duke Ellington, uh, Miles Davis, like it, it'll touch your soul. It really will.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so the next list is gonna be kind of like a like a dark subject I talk to. Okay. But well, we have to talk about this because I think we have to because it it doesn't get talked of, talked enough. Mm-hmm. I um I was interviewing I was interviewing Bill Pressman. He's a great pianist. I love him. Death. Mm-hmm. Hi, Two or three conversations with him, and he said that music actually saved his life because he was contemplating suicide, and that's the, that's one thing that that we need to talk to the most because mm. a lot of people are thinking about it now and and they're not reaching out for help because they don't think they can get it. But he said that he listened to some kind of I forget what the name is, uh, like classical music piece. Mm. And he just said, oh, my God, life is becoming beautiful now, you know. And I think that's a very, a very, very uh, awesome thing that he, he got from the piece. My question to you is, we know you have mental health, I have mental health, but the question for you now is, was there a time in your life ever that you thought about
1: Yeah.
2: Um. that
0: suicide? It's, and uh, and he just wanted to like the reason I to somebody, but he couldn't. But he found a song or a band or an artist mm-hmm. that really can't, like grasped you him. Like, nope, come on back. You know, we don't need you to go.
2: Yeah, um, and I, I, I thank thank you for bringing this up, and thank you for not shying away from this type of question because you're absolutely right. Like, it needs to be discussed. We need to demystify it. Like, yes. it's it's you know, you're talking about a person who somehow some way they got to a point in their life where they feel it is better to not be here than to be here. And to anybody listening, everybody listening, like there's people in your life that appreciate the fact that you're breathing today. So always remember that like people want you to be here and please get the help that you need, you know, through relatively normal podcasts, you can find me directly and I'll message you out. We'll talk, but to answer your question, I mentioned this a couple of times and I'm, I'm open with it now. I used to not talk about it a lot, but um, about probably 13, 14 years ago, I was working. I used to blame it on my job, but I'll tell you right now, I was not in a good headspace. I didn't, I wasn't hanging around with the right people. I felt like I was going nowhere in life. I felt that I wasn't eating correctly. I wasn't, You know, working out at all. I was sleeping terribly. I was drinking way too much. I just wasn't taking care of the things I should have been taking care of. But then you think about it. I was mid twenties. Like, was I doing anything out of the ordinary that someone my age would have been doing? Like I was so, I was so hard on myself for so long for just trying to grow up. And Anybody familiar with the Washington D.C. you know Maryland area? I was driving home one day, and I was at a place coming from Maryland towards Virginia, where it's a it's a split that kind of goes into the Beltway of of of, of uh, DC goes around DC. And I was in a company truck late at night, and I, l- I was looking at oncoming traffic, and these are this is big highways. It's like six seven lanes a piece.
0: Like the LA, Georgia, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And (laughs) and I said to myself, I was like, I could whip this thing into oncoming traffic, and someone would have to listen to me if I made it. If I made it, I didn't care about who I hurt, I didn't care if I lived or not. I was literally thinking back on it, I was literally seconds away from whipping that truck into oncoming traffic. And someone, I talked to somebody about it a few weeks ago and they asked me, which I never been asked before, you know, what made you not do it? And t- for the life of me, I can't tell you what made me not do it. I don't, it may have been the fact that it wasn't my truck. It was a work truck. It may have been the fact that I said, oh no, I don't want to hurt somebody else's truck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like if I was in my own vehicle. It may have happened. And, you know, I, I had a, I have a playlist and I used to listen Every day, probably about 25 times a day, I listen to Lovely Day by Bill Withers mm. Mm. over and over and over again. Yeah. And, but the reason I listened to it was because I was trying to like hype myself up into believing today was going to be a good day. Today was going to be a lovely day. Like today was going to be it. And, you know, half the time it worked, the other half it didn't. Um, And there was one other song, which I don't know if people are familiar with. It's a Robin Thicke song. And and it it, it wasn't, it didn't, it it didn't, I don't think he released it, but it was a song called um, I Don't Know What It Means to Be You. Mm. And um, basically it was a song that he wrote to his wife at the time I don't know how it feels to be you. So he wrote it to his wife, Paula Patton at the time, because he's a white man. She's a black woman. And she was trying to explain why she felt a certain way. And he told her, he said, oh, no, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. And she said, listen, I love you to death, but you won't know. You can't know. Like we're, we're different, different races, different genders. We come from different places. Like, you just won't know. And so he went immediately and wrote this. uh, Musicians are are ridiculously talented people. (laughs) So he goes (laughs) immediately and writes this song, which is a beautiful song. And with my therapist a few months later, I explained to him, like, when I hear this song, I almost start crying because I don't think anybody knows what it feels to be me. Like, I don't think anybody understands what it feels to be in Mark Paisant's head and how I feel the way I feel and act the way I act. And I just want people to know how I feel and what makes me do the things I do. So um, I, I continue to like have my, my moments and, but I immediately go to music because I have, I have two outlets. I have, I have working out, and I have music. And my wife knows if she ever hears me playing my me playlist, mm-hmm. she'll immediately say, "Hey, is is everything okay?" And Good. we'll have a, like she 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 has caught on to what that playlist means, you know, to me.
0: I'm so glad that that she's aware of of that because mm-hmm. for a long time, us guys, I say us guys, because that's I mean we are taught to don't show your emotions to anybody, keep it inside, hold out, you know and that's very powerful because that, but that's a powerful statement because nowadays we want to, but we don't know how to share it anymore, you know.
2: Right. Well, and that's that was the main reason I made the podcast. Right. Was because right. men don't talk about this stuff. So, and black men don't talk about it even more than any. And it's like, and then you get Hispanic men and people of color, and then. It's like, but when you all boil down to it, you're like, man, why, why don't men talk about this? Like, like you and I right now, like yeah. we never met before. Like we we we're, we're, and we're and this, listen to this conversation. Like it's a good conversation and we're being respectful. Like we haven't told the other person you're wrong. You shouldn't think that way. We've, we've listened. And in my, again, I'm a very pragmatic thinker. I've become that way over time and i'm like oh if i feel a way i'm just going to say it and well you know men men shouldn't think that way or men should we have to we have to be the strong stoic protectors in the house and i'm like man i'm freaking tired right now like i am exhausted i'm stressed right. out i need to do no, i need to decompress like what do you mean i can't say these things and the more people like me and like you the more men that start to say I'm tired, I'm exhausted, like I'm hurt. That doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're human. Right. So that's, and you, from the first few episodes I did, I got so many calls from some of my guy friends that were like, you just said the things I've been thinking for the longest time.
0: so, So it's definitely working. It's working. It
2: did. I mean, almost... You know, no one knew I was doing it in a couple of years ago, three or four years. I started it. And I remember the first text message or call I got was from a guy I'd never met before. We worked at the same company. And when I went to visit the office, he's like, I got to take you out to lunch, man. I got to take I know. Let me take you out to lunch. And and he's like, man, I just wanted to let you know. I listened to the first few episodes and that's exactly how I've been feeling. And no one's ever like. I've never been able to talk to anybody about it. And I was like, that's like from then, like, I don't care if no one else said anything to me the rest of the day. Like what he did is why I did the show, like why I did it. And I want more men to open up. And then I had had two buddies on that were my high school, my, my college friends. I had never spoken to them about how I felt before. So I had them on the show to speak to them about you know, what I was going through at the time in college. And it's just, we've never been closer. Like we've never been closer where we just called each other and asked us, how, how how you doing? Like, how are you doing? How you feeling? Let's talk, man.
1: Yeah.
2: Like that's, and that's that, you know, women are very quick to jump on the phone and be like, Hey, mm. such <laughs> and such is not feeling herself. We're going to get her right now. We're going to go to brunch and we're going to talk this out.
0: Men don't, do that. You know, like, Men don't
2: do it. Don't Men don't do it. Men don't do it. Why? Yeah. Why, guys? Why not? Like, listen. Yeah. I like brunch.
0: I'm be honest. <laughs> yeah. I like brunch. Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so, yeah. We have, we have, yeah. Uh, Men can go up for for. There we go. Like, I'll take, it. I'll with, take yeah. it. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. But I. But I. I. I really admire and and, and respect that your friend to come out and say, "Hey, man. That I've 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 thought those feelings, and I think that is, it's a that's a good thing because." Starting the podcast, you don't know who's gonna listen. You know. Me and right. you, I know I know what you thought about when you first Is there somebody to listen to me? Why would somebody listen to me? Come on, mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about nothing, you know. Same thing that happened to me. and I know that that it's the same thing for you. So I'm so I'm I'm extremely happy that somebody reached out and said, Hey, you know, thank mm-hmm. you for saying what you said on the on the individual podcast.
2: You know, it's it's one of those things where I set out I I had the right plan for my podcast because a lot of it was therapeutic for me. I said, regardless if anybody listens to it or not, like I want to speak into this microphone and I want to get some things off my chest. And I found that when you go into something and you want it to be your, like I'm doing this for me, I'm doing this because it makes me feel good. It makes, it helps me therapeutically. Then it can't fail. Right. Like it's the times you go, I had a friend who started a podcast and his first question to me, he was asking me how to start it. How how do I get people to listen? How do I, I want people to listen. I want people to wait a second. Like, why are you doing like, do you even want to do this? Like, why why, is this? If you want people to listen, like, there's a lot of ways to have people listen to your show. You can be, you can talk about specific things that you're going to have a lot of people listen to. Like it's, that's the way the the more eccentric and the more sexually, you know, by all that stuff, like you can be a shock jock on a podcast and you'll have and say the wrong things and people will listen to you. But if your goal is to put out a quality product and get better at your craft, that's why I kind of told myself, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm like, I just want to get better. And I want to make sure the transitions are smooth. I want to make sure it gets out on time. I want to make sure that people don't text me and say, hey, man, I can't even hear you on your podcast. You know, I I want to make sure I put out a quality product for me. You can't fail if that is the way you do it. It's when you do it for other people and the other people don't show up. That's when you get those thoughts of that you're a failure. But if you do it for yourself, Which is which was took a long time for me to figure out. A long time, you can't fail.
0: Yeah, I used to compare myself to anybody and everybody that has a podcast when I was first learning out, and I realized you can do it. You know.
2: No, right. I have, and I, I know so many people who have, I say I know so many people, I know a couple of people who have podcasts and they're all different genres. There's a guy who does a fitness podcast. You know, there's a, a person who does a music podcast. There's, you know, I do the mental health space, the relationship. Po- like there's, there's so many people that, you know, want to dip their toes in podcasting. And if you go on Spotify and you just look at podcasting, I, most of them you're going to find, you won't see it past a couple shows because people don't realize like how much time and energy goes in to it you know and 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 but for me again it's my therapy like once my kids go to sleep once my wife's asleep i can sit at this at this board at the mac i can have my mic in front of me two hours straight i can go i can do the post work i can meet new people online and it's like i feel exhausted at the end but it's that good exhausted yeah that like i've been so productive exhausted and i sleep like a baby
0: Yeah. yeah they say that uh if you get up to seven episodes, that's a make-or-break deal for you, you know. Mm. After seven episodes, you're, you're in eight months. Seven to bloom, you're not going to, you know. You, mm-hmm. you, the, the way I think about it is is individuals that that, that don't make it past seven, they look at their numbers. They're not getting their numbers. Mm-hmm. They think that nobody's listening to them. But the eighth episode, the next episode might get... Might, Boom! Shoot them to the moon, you know. And that's something that I that I want to everybody is, Don't give up about. Don't give up on anything in life, you know. Because there's always gonna be a hurdle. But if you get over the hurdle, there's gonna be a lot of people there just just hey, you know, how you doing? You know, it's like yeah. So
2: yeah, we can't. We can't. I mean, we we see the numbers for like the. I think the most popular podcast right now is Joe Rogan's podcast. I yes. think that's the most popular one. Yeah. Uh, millions of downloads and, and and you know rogan is his you know whether you like him or don't like you can't say he hasn't worked hard to get where he's at right. however however you should not compare yourself to the number one podcast in the world you shouldn't compare yourself to the number two number ten number 100 number whatever you should not if you want to reach out to a podcaster and, and pick their brain for some advice, that's one thing. Yeah. But don't compare yourself to another podcast. Everyone is unique there. I, I bet we can go in and find a thousand podcasts about nutrition. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, and we,
2: we, we can, we can <laughs> about somebody, somebody will tell you to eat more, you know, carbs. Somebody's going to tell you to eat less carbs. Somebody's going to tell you to cut down on the protein. Somebody's going to tell you the opposite. It is what it is. But the fact of the matter is that don't look at what, don't look at the, the actual subject matter of it. Look at the grind, look at the hard work, look at, I'm, I'm just, I think I just released episode 105. And I think you said you're, uh, you know, over 200 or something like that. Like people don't realize like what it takes to get to triple digits, a
0: lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of work. Yeah.
2: And, and I, I, I pat myself on the back when I got to 25, when I got to 50, when I got to 75. And then I started creeping up into the 90s. And I'm like, who knew I would have made it to 100 episodes of this thing? Right,
0: exactly. So exactly,
2: right. just listen, just just be yourself, talk into a microphone, get some good, you know, get, get a decent microphone. You don't have to spend too much money on it. Get a decent laptop or, or iPad, whatever, and just have fun. Just have fun. Make it your space. That's it. Make it your space.
0: There you go. Because I had this um um, a person who I work with amazingly, amazingly. Her name was Janet Jackson. Not my Jackson sisters. So you know, <laughs> you don't think go... my interest. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I don't know Janet Jackson, but it would be amazing to know, her, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, she's like, why in, in the world are you comparing yourself when you don't know where they went? For, you know what they've been through and where you know. I'm like. That's a good point. They might have went through Hill and High Water to get through, you know. And I just didn't realize that at the time. Because I was so focused on their numbers. I forgot what might have he went through to get to whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah.
2: But, you know, it's funny. I want to tell you this. Do you know there's people out here who compare themselves to you? No. Do you know you are the barometer for a lot of people? What you're doing?
0: I don't know that. See.
2: See, that's the thing. Like you will look at a podcast, you will look at something and you will say, what do I have to do? Like, I want to be that, or I want to get to that. I want to work hard. This podcast that you have, right. There's people out there that want what James Cox has. They want, they, they're envious is not the word, but they're 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 comparing themselves to you they thought like i want to be on radio i wanted to have a podcast i want to talk i love music i want i could have done this Mm -hmm. james is doing it so the way you're Mm -hmm. feeling about others right people are feeling that way about you and Mm -hmm. i know it's hard to even think that way yeah Mm -hmm. but that that's that's the god honest truth
0: you make a good point now because i because honestly i never thought about it until until now
2: Mm -hmm. I mean look at us. You have the cans on, you have the nice mic, you have the setup. People mm-hmm. are like, "Ah, I like that. Like I want to do that." Yeah. Well, guess what? James Cox is doing it. <laughs> Mark yeah. Payson is doing it. Right. it. But it's because we've done the research, we've spent the money, we've done, you know, YouTube University, we've done everything. We've tried I'm not saying my I'm not saying my show is 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 the most polished show, but I I take delicate care of what I put out because I've put the work in. And right. it just you're not going to get any result without any work so that's and you've done the work because you are on a podcast i'm on your podcast right now go. you've done the work
0: there we go yeah yeah uh so what what state are you in
2: i'm in georgia right north of atlanta
0: okay so you've got a lot of concerts coming your
2: way have you okay so do you do you go to shows I haven't been. Oh, I, I have I been to a show down here yet? Because we moved down here right before COVID, so I have not been to a show yet down here. Um, the last actual show I went to, I believe, was either Guapale, who's a neo soul artist in DC, or Music Soul Chow. Um, I think those are the last ones I went to were in DC because we we've kind of. My, my dad's been to a few things, but I oh. haven't been to a show yet. And I'm a homebody. I'll be honest. I'm a homebody, yeah. but um, like I old, have not.
0: Yeah, it's like the older I get, the more I want to stay home. <laughs> I don't you know, I like, like a, my house. Right. It's like, I don't want to go anywhere with anybody right now, but, but mm-hmm. I will. But I'll go to a show tomorrow. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but his name is Teddy Swims.
2: I have not heard of him. Very Teddy good, Swims.
0: Teddy Swims. Very good artist. He makes some uh, sort of depressing songs. But you know it's like I I love live music, so I have to go out every mm. time. You know, every time I um, and I'm going to meet them tomorrow too. But uh, that's that would be nice. That would be yes, really nice. That would be awesome to meet them. But but I am going to go see Post Malone next next Oh, month. I would love to go
2: see yes. that. I would love yes. to go see that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what? So what has been your favorite concert ever? If you like, do you remember? Ooh, yeah. my
2: favorite concert ever. Um, this is, this is going to age me just uh, a little bit.
0: Uh, okay. No shame um, in there.
2: and cause it was, it was my favorite concert. Not like it should have been much longer, but I, I went to Clemson and on his tour, LL Cool J decided to nice. go through, um, Clemson and, uh, do a, do a concert. The concert was very short because, you know, think, of, think about this. He's going from like you know, Miami, Jacksonville, Atlanta, Charlotte, Raleigh, all these places, you know, and then there's this little stop at this college town in Clemson. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe 2000 people were at the show and we're talking about LL Cool J at yeah. the, like, at his at peak, at the top, at his, at his peak. Yeah. And I was having the time of my life. Me and my boys are having the time <laughs> of our lives. And it's like, this town doesn't really know that much about LL Cool J. Right. And to a point where like,
0: he, sure? he had
2: to, like we he he had, he had like a really short show and like he almost didn't come out for an encore because people weren't loud enough and I'm like what is this is lo this is ladies love cool James everybody like <laughs> right. come on yeah yeah Hell um
0: yeah.
2: but uh, I went to that uh, that that's probably my second favorite my first my favorite concert ever is New Edition my favorite nice. concert ever is New Edition I oh I love I grew up on New Edition and. They, they they were great. They they did all the dance moves, did all the songs, did some of the singles. BBD did their thing. It was really fun to go to. I went there with my wife, and we had a blast.
0: Yeah. My favorite concert ever, and still to this day, is Gore. Have you heard of them?
2: Mm-hmm. I have. So, yes,
0: and they do some like big big old costumes and everything. And that was my favorite show ever because one, I met. The the lead singer on the guitars before they passed away, so that means so much for me right now. I got pictures of them. Two, it's a, it's a fun, outgoing show. You know,
2: those are the best. Those yes. are the best.
0: Yes, and and and, and Glory is very, um, lively on stage. They they don't just stand there. They they run around and look up a show. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And, and whenever they come here, come to Atlanta. No, it's, it's a great no. – it's, it's it'd be okay. one of the greatest shows you've ever experienced this. I don't know about if, – if they're better than, uh, nobody's, like, hardly better than L.L. I mean, come in. Oh, L.L. could come on. Come on. He, yeah, he was a –
2: I felt I felt so bad. I'm like, no one – like because I'm from Atlanta at the time. Like, I, if you go to Atlanta, it would be a different show. But I'm like, all right, I'm in Clemson. I'll go. And I was having the time of my life, and it was just – the energy wasn't there because it's a little – college town in the south and and but but you know i saw ll cool j in concert so i'm just go. gonna i'm just gonna tell people that <laughs>
0: there you go ll is clearly better than gore i don't think gore can even argue because I, I love ll cool j too <laughs> uh, i do have one more question before you go sure. before i let you go um and this question is as the question i ask all my uh, all my guests mm-hmm. um it's it's almost like the coma one but not but you know differently um, is there a song that you can say right now that you can hear, but you can't tell me, or your wife, or your children, mom and dad, how how it makes you feel inside? Like it's so ingrained in your soul, you just can't express how how it makes you feel. Yes, All right. yes, I, I, I know.
2: I I do know. Um, uh, so wow, yeah. this is. Uh, and so I, I think a lot of people on your show listening to this probably know of Mac Miller. Um, yes, yes. And gone way too soon. Mm. I think. um was, yeah. Like that. That. That death hit me because his his song, his songs speak to me, and he has on his swimming album the very first song, is "Come Back to Earth." Mm. And if you if you ask me to. Hey Mark, you know, when you listen to that song, like what does it do to you? It's I, I can't explain it. I can't tell you. Mm. All I know is that more times than not, I will probably tear up listening to it because yeah. it it's just it, it how do you even how do you even like explain a song? You can't. you you can't it's (laughs) it's it it, you know it's one of those things and you since since you have a podcast about music and you know Mm -hmm. definitely you like um you know you like the everything about music and it speaks to you so you know you know when he says my neighbors are more like strangers Mm. and it's like when he says that, it's like I have people who live twenty feet from my front door, yeah. but they don't know anything about me,
0: and, that, and that's true.
2: And and I have people who I say I say hi to them every day. Every day we talk, we talk about our kids, we talk about you know work, we talk about um, anything, and and these people don't know you know anything about Mark Payson. Um, and so, yeah, that the the fact that you (laughs) asked me that question and, you know, my, my regrets look just like texts I shouldn't send. I got neighbors. They're more like strangers. We could be friends. Mm -hmm. I just need a way out of my head. Like, it's just like Mac, like stop, stop, like just stop, (laughs) like just stop it right now. Right. And if anybody, like, if anybody is like, doesn't listen to hip hop or doesn't listen to rap or thinks it's not like just put on any Mac Miller album, Swimming, Circles, um, he has, uh, what's the, watching TV, what's the, um, what's the other one, it was, um, oh, it's a great um, kids is, is a great, um, and the one that got me hooked on Mac was, um, I'm going to pull it up right here. Cause I just wanted to, um, yeah. here it is. It is, um, uh, watching good, good AM is an amazing album. And then, His watching movies from space. And if you you listen to live the live version, which I think he did in Amsterdam. And it just tells you like, it's so weird to me that different artists will have different followings in, in different countries like like mac miller is huge here and then like he'll go do a uh he did a concert in like amsterdam like you'll hear about like metallica as you mentioned Metallica, everybody knows metallica right. Metallica yeah. could go to tasmania yeah, right. they could go to right. they could go anywhere it's like and by the way Metallica. anybody who doesn't like metallica i don't know what to tell you like metallica is just good music like it's just they're a great band right they're trendsetters and they they make amazing music um, and they're
0: still not canceled y'all so go and still. they're still
2: not canceled and I me, mean, i don't care where you're at but interesting, like you put like there's certain songs that you just put on and everybody's gonna lose their stuff yes yes um you put on a you know michael jackson's the artist that can do that metallica is an artist that can do that like a, a jay-z like if you anywhere you're at like big Pimpin' comes on like everybody's big like Pimpin'. oh <laughs> okay yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even listen to rap right. so yeah, yeah. but uh um, to, to answer your final question like some if 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 anybody wants to go just listen to that swimming album and come back to earth and just put it, listen to it like three times in a row and listen to what he's saying, because he had his mental issues too. He had his drug addiction. He had his alcohol addiction. He tried to get clean. He tried so many ways. He tried through relationships. And at the end of the day, he's, he's came to, he's come to, you know, to, to his, 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 the drugs and the alcohol. And it's, It bothers me. And please make sure that if you're going through something, reach out, like yeah. reach out to somebody. Don't keep it in. And people out here that really care about you and they're happy that you're here. So mm. if you need anything, if you're like, I don't know who to talk to, look up relatively normal. Yes. Look at my podcast.
0: Yes, please do. Yeah.
2: And, and reach out to me. I will listen. I will talk. I don't care who you are, where you come from, what you look like. You know, if, if if you have friends, if you don't have friends, if you had a job, don't. I don't care who you are. All I know is that you're a person, and I'm a person, and we can help each other out.
0: Well, I'm so glad you can't explain how that song made you because that was a question, and you nailed it, buddy. You just knocked that. I out can't. That I yeah.
2: can't. I'm gonna listen. Like I have so many songs I have to listen to now. <laughs> yeah. Keep the faith in this one. So I, I, I'm gonna listen to "Come Back to Earth" a couple times tonight now. There you go.
0: I'm not sure. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, the way you make me feel is my favorite Michael Jackson song. Such all. a
2: great video. My Such God. a great video. I remember people don't realize they used to like, it used to be an event when a video was released on MTV. Yes. And it'd yes. be like a Thursday night at 8 PM. Like look for it. And we, my sister, my brother, and I watched that video and when the music drops and you see the guys snapping oh. and, oh. Great. Now I gotta watch that video. I almost I gotta watch that video.
0: <laughs> Thanks, James. Right? No, because I was like, I almost want to buy MTV, just get all the crap shows off, and just go, mm-hmm. bring it back to uh, um, TRL, totally request live
2: Because mm-hmm. TRL, Carson daily, cause, um cause where love, people used to oh, yeah, that yeah. the top ten daily. Yep.
0: Yep. Because a lot of great bands are making music videos now, and I think that they should be on air, like like TV, and they mm-hmm. they don't do that anymore. You know what? It's all about reality, reality TV, and, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, I can't stand it. Yeah, so I haven't
2: listened to, I think I, I listened to uh, I, the last thing I watched MTV, <laughs> I think was whatever that Rob Deerdeck show is. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, um, ridiculousness. Yeah. That, that's the only thing I that's, watch MTV because fu- it's funny. That's
0: fu- a fun show. That's almost yeah. like Jackass, you know, kind yeah. of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Jackass has gone downhill. Have, have you seen Jackass Forever? I did not like that.
2: No, I no, I have not. Please. I think I watched the first two, and I was like, okay, I'm stick with that. I'm good. I'm good. Don't, don't, I'm good.
0: <laughs> three, three point five, and forever is totally trashed in my mm-hmm. opinion. But you know what it is, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so for everybody of my listeners, please go out to Re- relatively normal, available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, right. It's a yep. nice pla- Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's on on all platforms. All the all the platforms, yep. Yeah. yeah. And give and give the, give him a five-star rating, which I did. I still need to leave, leave your review because I think you're the you're the you're one of the smartest human beings on earth, you know?
1: <laughs> 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 I appreciate kind of that. Because I'm, we know each I'm, gonna, it have so that well. recorded. I'm yes. gonna have that
2: recorded and just play it as my voicemail. Uh, so people can can say can leave a message for me. So yes, that'll help me out. I appreciate it, James. This was really fun. I really appreciated this uh, this a lot. So I look forward to uh, anything anytime you want to come on my show. Like we yes. need to do this again let's, sometime.
0: Let's set that up. And I'm definitely g- g- going to give you my number, cell phone number, so we can yep. text back each other's. Uh, um, <laughs> and music, not text you know? each other. But yes, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah. All I can do is like is I can send you some songs, when I'm not expecting. Nothing yeah. from you, which I understand, because you understand where I come from, because you're yes. the same way. So, uh, my co host Blake, he apologized to he's so hard because he can't be here with me to, to help this help this interview with mm-hmm. today, but he will be back and uh, we'll you guys the, uh, very
2: soon. Awesome, thank you, sir. I appreciate it.